0: Escape to the metaverse. But act like you know, you are now tuned into the Matthew and Rizzle Show, yeah. Escape to the metaverse. Better act like you know, you are now tuned into the Matthew and Rizzle Show, yeah. Escape to the metaverse. But act like you know, you are now tuned into the Matthew and Rizzle Show, yeah. Escape to the metaverse. But act like you
1: know, you are
0: now tuned into the Matthew and Rizzle Show, yeah. What's up, dude? Can you hear me okay? Yeah, uh, it sounds a little tin canny, but it's not that bad.
1: Yeah, I have a, the Jerry rig set up today again as well. Dude, um, so we're all set up over at CollectPod. So we're taking our, our talents on chain, officially, <laughs> publishing Mars from now on. Or at least cross-posting, so, at least.
0: Uh, I was going to say, what does that mean? Are we going to continue to post in the same spot, but also elsewhere? Or are we migrating?
1: Yeah, no, we'll continue to push it out on Anchor, but we'll also just release on uh, Collect Pods, which will publish us on Optimism, um, just make it easier for folks to collect and connect with us. It seems like long-term, just publishing through Collect Pods would work or just publishing through Anchor with, with Collect Pods automating the on-chain portion of it is the way. It's not sort of like an either-or, which is pretty cool. And it just gives us all the benefits of like what we've seen with the whip um, mirror post that Ray has been doing uh, every week and the collections and the collectors that are engaging with that same sort of deal basically.
0: Yeah, cool, man. This one's been off my radar. So it's basically for uh, like streaming content.
1: Yeah. Uh, They've leaned heavily into the podcast segment. One of the founders, 0 Lucas. He was, uh, I guess, employee number one at Bankless. And he was leading the charge on putting a lot of their publications on chain for a long time. So he just, after he left there, he was like, took all the lessons learned and set up Collect Pods, and has been working with some of the top crypto-focused podcast creators to bring their shit on chain. And it came on my radar when I saw Jess Sloss talk about just getting that OP airdrop. That went out to a bunch of like visual creators and then audio creators that have been publishing on Optimism, and I was like, "That's probably like the best advertisement I've seen." It's like, "Yes, <laughs> like we need our yeah. shit <laughs> on chain too. We need some of those free monies from Optimism." So yeah, and the walkthrough was really cool. The way that they set up just minting—it's really smart. Um, If you want to monetize or not, they you can have multiple different tiers and shit like that. You can get as complicated as you want or as simple and keep it as simple as you want. And it's all very, very intuitive in their UI. So shouldn't be an extra burden at all. It's actually going to be like a really simple process from what we have currently. So it's pretty cool. And currently in private beta. They're going to open it up maybe later at some point, which is cool for us. Just get a little bit more exposure, more eyes on us. The association with the other podcast creators is is awesome. So excited to Again, bring our talents on-chain to collect pods and optimism.
0: Nice, man. You'll have to s- send me some links of where we are so I can uh, check it out and everything. Uh, I I mean, I like, you know, we, you and I and the WIP, uh, you know, collectively produce a lot of content, like just in general by proxy of like what we're doing. And I like, obviously, the idea of going Web3 as much as, you know, humanly possible and makes sense with all that. And I've been working and I, you know, I sort of feel like uh, guilty in a way because I've been working on this, you know, whip YouTube channel uh, from the Paradox Video Archive Vault and everything and, you know, been uploading, you know, one or two of those per week. And then like some of the, you know, newer content, I've just been making it a point to like put it out there because I feel like having it all, you know, just having all of our content in a place that's like, you know, people can point towards uh much like we have with the podcast at, at this point you know running through like anchor which broadcasts out to like spotify and apple and like wherever else like people listen to podcasts from uh but i'm like I, you know spending all this time you know building up a web two platform i'm like you know it's it's such a rub man you know on the one hand it's like you know, everyone's comfortable and familiar with YouTube links. And like, you know, if you're, you're putting something out there like this, you, you know, you want to expose yourself to traffic that can find you and people who are, you know, interested and, and, you know, have the chance to stumble upon it and everything. Uh, But I I wish, and and there probably is like a web three version of that, uh, where we can like upload a lot of this, like larger, uh, you know, heavier video format, you know, type of stuff and everything. But uh, you know, I, I, you know, I, I like what we're doing with the podcast, man. I, I think anything that we can do that like is easy to weave in that makes sense that can like start to build out that portion of what we're doing is like sort of the whole point, but we're like, you know, obviously still caught in this world where like the most eyeballs are on the web two stuff, which is why, you know, Twitter's so hard to migrate from and, and, you know, all this stuff that we begrudgingly put up with and everything. so. Anyway, if we can cross-pollinate at the same time, that's like the best of both worlds.
1: Exactly. That's where my mind is. And just getting, building out, I guess, more of the social graph around folks that listen. That's obviously like an initial appeal. But hopefully that starts to translate like further downstream with other crypto-powered apps and things like that. like. With, with Farcaster, it's kind of been disappointing to see the lack of integration of the social graph that like you and I and a ton of other users have built up with their associated wallets over the like, past half decade plus in a way that it's just like they're only leaning into what people have been doing within Farcaster. I'm like, dude, there's like a whole world out there and That honestly seems to be a a huge challenge all around for new crypto projects launching being able to index all the interactions from a a particular wallet across all the l2s and l1s out there um which is a bit disconcerting since part of the appeal of this space is that all the, the the graph is on chain it's just that people aren't actually referring or referencing the chain for any social related things um, as they're building out new products and tools and stuff like that. So we'll be interested to see if, if that actually is addressed or if that's just going to be like the permanent state of the things. And we're just really replicating Web 2 social on Web 3, which will kind of suck for everyone involved.
0: Yeah, man, I want to like it, and I I'm still like you know willing to give it a shot because I feel like anything is going to anything in early days is going to go through its like period of jank and everything. But I I feel like you know it's hot for a minute, and now it's like starting to cool off, and we're going to see like where the dust settles and everything. And I, I I really want you know something like this to get it right, man. But uh, I don't know. I feel like I've been on Farcaster now for like two or three weeks, and I still don't like understand it. Uh you know, in terms of like how to i, I don't know and, and you know i don't know man i'm I'm like not really sure like where it's headed, plus, I think I fucked up my account man i've like tried to post something on it yesterday, and I ended up posting it said it wasn't going through until I like mashed it and it went through like a thousand times, and now I think I'm shadow banned or something, like no one's seeing yeah. my shit <laughs> no no no
1: dude Barcaster had a Solana moment
0: <laughs> yesterday oh, is that what happened? yeah
1: dude yeah so like it their two hubs went down and when people were like every time you tried to post that saved somewhere so then when it did come back online like everyone's post just multiposted. it happened to me too i went back and saw that one reply i tried to make like i'd made it on chain like nine times in a row and i was like what the fuck is it? so i had to quick delete everything not to look like a psycho but i'm pretty <laughs> sure i'm like Shot of Ben, too.
0: <laughs> oh, dude, that's actually very comforting to know it's not just me. I, like, opened it up back uh, later on. I was, like, horrified to see, like, 20 of the same posts in my account. I was like, oh, my God, what the <laughs> f- <laughs> um I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I've seen, like, some, some contrary points of view about, like, I don't, you know, I sort of came in Farcaster without, like, knowing too too much about it and i've seen like some posts uh about like the centralized nature of it and everything and uh you know them having their solana moment and you know i don't know i i feel like this is one of these situations where like the the current landscape of like web 2 social media is like so bad that i'm like you know willing to sacrifice some some of my moral integrity and ideals for the sake of like someone at least making a stab in this direction that like just gets us in contact with each other and allows us to see uh each other's shit and and i felt like that was going pretty well for a minute there man but like now i don't know i i feel like either people aren't posting as much or like the you know the 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 hype has like fizzled a little bit but i'm uh i just feel like there's just so much more action going on on twitter and yeah there's like a lot of bullshit but like Uh, I don't know, man. My feed's, like, not dead, but it's not, like, super active either. Well, yeah.
1: With with social, especially early social projects, it's really similar to, like, seasonal vacation destinations, like the Jersey Shore and shit like that. Summer, peak, crazy busy, winter, like, the locals are around. You maybe have some (laughs) out-of-towners that straggle through. But totally different, right? Kind of vibe. And the, with early social, it's like that, except the schedules are super unpredictable and peak seasons are just driven by these viral moments that you have no idea when they're going to end. But when they do, it just, the, the feel is so different. And that's sort of where we are right now in that like, hangover phase from the latest big viral moment that it's had. And it honestly, this is the most important time to pay attention to because like who actually will be left over that kind of was onboarded in that viral wave and then will the the quote unquote og firecaster locals are they actually going to embrace any of the new folks is anything going to be done on that front to help them stick around to actually grow the core base of users and that's that's super tbd at this point and It'll be interesting to see if the, the the team at Warpcast in particular, if they address it, or if there's any other clients that pop up to help kind of foster the growing user base. Because at, at this point, it seems still quite insular and driven by like the original group of locals that had been on there for like a year or so or whatever. Um. So that's like, honestly, the most interesting thing to me to see what happens. I, I'm still seeing a lot of posts from folks in, other parts of crypto that i don't really see on twitter so that's for me enough of a reason to keep me around and just appreciating the fact that like all right maybe this is the opportunity to like set up like a new home and taking the the relative quietude as that opportunity to do so um and see if like the locals are actually embracing that's sort of like my framework to, to and how i'm approaching this definite like Different period of Farcaster post-viral growth.
0: Yeah man, I'm I'm willing to keep a foot in the door and uh see how it plays out and everything cuz like I said I I want to believe uh yeah, I don't know man. I I feel like it's uh I feel like I'm getting people's like B-roll like over there of like what they you know the second tier stuff that they would have normally uh you know posted I don't know or normally not posted or something uh on Twitter and and so I don't know the I I like that you know i I don't know there are things i like about it for sure man and so i don't know i guess we'll we'll see how it plays out but i agree like you know everything that enters this space with like some buzz is bound to go through like a downswing and uh yeah now is the interesting time to pay attention and potentially build a reputation there like you know if they end up standing the test of time like you know this is sort of like the equivalent of bear market building where like you know you're sort of uh you know, hopefully rewarded for your efforts in cultivating, you know, your audience over there. But, uh, I don't know, man, I think I, I just, I don't know how to warp cast very well yet. I'm still figuring it out.
1: <laughs> yeah. We'll see where it goes. The other thing, uh, I kind of chuckled at the other day, I'm still trying to like get to the bottom of this rabbit hole. It's super specific, but I was talking to a, a buddy young and sick and they were, they were telling me about open scene. They, they had that, integration or partnership or whatever with Nifty Island and they created like an open sea ship. And apparently I've been told that it went as bad as you'd expect. And a lot of folks that had access to the ship models just capsized it on their islands. Um I'm trying to find evidence of this, but do you have any any clue? Have you seen this in, in action to to see if there's any basis to I'm that hilarious?
0: I'm trying to figure it out like right right now, actually. Uh, so like in there, so like, you you know, you farm these blooms or whatever and you can redeem them for there's only 25 things on their market that you can like redeem blooms for at the moment. And they're like, you know, a handful of avatars and they're all and then the rest of them are all different structures. And uh, and it, by proxy of like messing around all the and some of them are locked. Right. So some of them are like project specific. Like there's like a Kong's headquarters. And, uh, you know, a few other like, you know, PFP specific, uh, you know, headquarters or whatever project or buildings you can access. I don't see an open sea one, man. And I have uh, yeah. most of the ones or all of the ones that you can get with, you know, that I have unlocked and access to and everything. Uh, it's possible that one of these, there's like a Uniswap knockoff. Uh, maybe it's not a knockoff. I don't know. There's something called a Unicenter. There's like a base. Temple. Uh, There's something called Schiller Space, which I think is like a project that's just like off my radar. Uh, So apologies if that's cool and off my radar. But I don't know, man, there's there's like a YGG layer. Uh, I think all of these most people have access to. Um, But I don't see an OpenSea one. But uh, but that's an awesome story. And I wonder if like one of these was like repurposed from that or just like went off the rails or, or something like that. But Uh, I don't know, man, the the structures that like you can redeem blooms for are like, they're cool. I I mean, you can like, you know, it's got the NFT integration like frames built into it. So you can like, you know, I I threw one of them into, I've been, you know, taking them and just throwing them into the ocean and just like in the spirit of my, the name of my island, low effort island, but You know, I I threw a bunch of fly frogs in one and then the one on the one floor, I have like a whole bunch of whip moments. And then on the floor above it, I have like a whole bunch of on chain chains. And the the buildings themselves are like, you know, they're they're not like uh, they're conventional, I guess you would say, like nothing like super artsy or abstract or anything like the temple looks like a temple. Um, But they definitely tried to go after like big name big big name projects and brands within the space uh, with the with some of these builds and everything but i don't see OpenSea like specifically in here there's like metafox which i assume is like a playoff metamask uh, you know the, the stuff stuff like that
1: yeah like it was announced in the their discord and then everyone after that was like joking like we should capsize it it's not searchable i think it was only made available to like specific integrated ah. communities they called them, but still, I'm like, why can't I find it anywhere? It's a little, a little sus to me. Um, yeah, but maybe maybe they just killed it when they saw everyone capsizing it. Maybe I just missed <laughs> it, unfortunately. Um, but yes. the other thing that popped up my radar with, with Nifty Island is just because of, like, the bloom farming, like, people don't call them bloom farmers. They call them, like, I, I guess the, the more pernicious form of bloom farmers is the, uh, is, like, afk but being away from your keyboard, it, like when you start games and shit like that and just coming back when it ends so that you get- <laughs> And I, I didn't know that there was a name for that. I encountered it a, a few times when I was playing. And I'm like, what the, this is dumb. Like you join a game with a, another person and then it's totally ghost right away. Yeah. So you get good target practice, but it's actually not fun. And then I'm like, the only solution to that currently is just manually reporting it. So that's, yeah. That's interesting.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, I think they're sort of in the same sort of uh, cycle as Farcaster right now, right? They're like a month deep into yeah. it. Like, uh, you know, there's a big, big uh, spotlight on them uh, initially. And now, like, uh, you know, now how how sticky is what they've got. And uh, uh, yeah, man, I mean... <sighs> You know, I I feel like they have like the right combination of like a lot of things and everything, but a lot of things have a lot lot of the combinations of the right kind of things. And so, you know, I think it's like next steps that are going to be really tell their tale. Well, uh, an interesting I was just thinking about this today, man, and I'm glad you uh, brought it up because an interesting byproduct of Nifty Island and their marketplace and everything has just been like a complete flood of free claims and airdrops uh, of 3D items that you can drag into your world and everything. And, uh, you know, it's just a, a shitload of, like, VRMs and structures and everything. And, and a lot of them are dependent on, you know, current collections you own and communities you're in in there. And then if you've, like, bought something off their marketplace with Blooms, that qualifies you for, like, a bunch of shit. And, like, so anyway, man, by, by, by product of just having, like, been in there and goofing around, I'm, like... You know getting dozens of these free claims per day and i'm and i'm noticing and i've seen people start to complain about this on twitter that like you know people are throwing these things up there with no attribution to the original uh creators so uh, you know for example i saw a vipe avatar uh pop up there the other day and I'm, i'm pretty sure that that wasn't credited and now you know they're cc zero but you know people are throwing them up there and and so we're sort of getting into like murky waters A little bit with like the the freedom of that marketplace and just being able to throw up any file type and and we haven't really like had a whole lot of that before in the context of like the web 3 metaverse in terms of like people sort of like ripping off other people's like uh designs and 3d objects and avatars and everything you know and partially because i think it's been Somewhat heavily curated by like, you know, in the in the olden days, like Decentraland and CryptoVoxels, like, you know, it, and the community uh, as well. But uh, I, I feel like we're sort of entering like a little bit of a Wild West thing unless they do something about verifying creators on this marketplace where people are just cranking out stuff and, and you know, they're pulling out open source stuff and passing it off on their own and like all this Uh, stuff that you would expect when you can just upload like anything, you know, anyone can upload anything. Um, but, uh, that, that's, uh, that's a new wrinkle. I feel like and going to be interesting to see how that gets handled or not. Yeah. Like the, the tidal wave, it's not just like a single tidal
1: wave. It's just multiple tidal waves that probably will never end of digital content coming on chain. Um, but like in the specific marketplace context i yeah, do wish that there's a little bit more control on who's uploading what just for like a quality control and quality assurance perspective but yeah i mean I feel like the cat's out of the bag for marketplaces that haven't done that. Like, there's no way to really kind of go back or try to to fix something. So now it really is that wild west experiment. Like, well, how will this end up on that particular platform? Blah blah blah. But speaking as a like a potential like marketplace user, anytime anything is flooded on them, it's just the search experience sucks. It's like, what am I? what, What can I even find here? Like, you have to know what you want to find ahead of time before you even search for it almost to take advantage of anything. It's sort of frustrating. I'm not sure if there's any pros that go along with it. Like crazy supply, tons of things to put on. Maybe that's an advantage, but not 100 percent sure personally.
0: No, I, I think we're sort of seeing some of like the weird manifestations of like what happens when you add crypto and like tokenize some of these experiences because, you know, I I'm fairly certain you know one of the reasons the marketplace is just being consistently flooded with stuff is because people hope that they're farming airdrop points by interacting with the marketplace and and you know there's this whole other wrinkle of like uh just what you're talking about with the afk players who like you know are just there to uh, you know farm the things and and get out and really have no interest in like interacting with the platform and and so uh, You know, I, I don't know how you put a cat. I, well, I mean, there are definitely some measures, right? Like people do verified creators and that kind of thing, like all the time. But uh, with anything like that, man, you, you know, you're going to get that sort of crowd that tries to, you know, work the system as much as they can to their advantage, because there is something valuable to be obtained by doing that um but like but yeah man that in the the mar- marketplace situation is a mess right like how do you how do you find anything it, it almost feels like sea back in the day which was just like that it was just like a mess of things and uh i don't know i don't go there too often anymore maybe it's gotten better but like uh i don't know search, search functionality has never been web3's strong suit
1: at all and it's just going to get more and more complicated i again and- we're talking about like the the social graph and how that's been kind of not, yeah, just not not just underutilized, just not utilized at all up until this point. And it almost feels like that may be a part of the solution for discovery heading forward. Like you, me, everyone that we have collected from, um, everything that everyone that we've gifted things to throughout the years, somehow, some way, it feels like that graph would probably be a good screen or filter for a marketplace. Someone that from that web that's collected from there seems like it'd be a great data point to use to leverage the surface things to other individuals connected to that particular graph in a way that is de- like properly decentralized, like reduces any sort of extra work that a marketplace would need to do to like curate anything but yeah again we're at the bleeding edge and we need to kind of like sit patiently sip a cup of coffee and wait in the meantime until something better comes along
0: uh in that vein yeah man i I feel like we uh you know collectively as a web3 community have just this sort of History and, like, good intention uh, that always leads to overcomplicating things that uh, inevitably, like, deters new users and, like, alienates people and everything. And I, I feel like uh, so, so much, you know, Farcaster is potentially an example of that. But, I, you know, I just feel like, you know, a, a simple Web3 social media app that just gets it right, you know, again, man, we, we bring up scent so often because... Of some of these reasons man it was is just like a very simple simple flywheel uh that didn't take much intuition to figure out and and but it was web3 and you were able to see shit from people you like uh and it you know it doesn't have to be like much beyond that and and you know we bring up zero one like pretty often because i feel like that you know again they've done a pretty good job of you know, serving up a Web3 experience that's like very, very simple and like easy to interact with or at least the best that we've got or there's some of the best that we've got at at this point. And uh, we don't have that for social media, man. I, you know, I'm like Farcaster's is cool, but there's so much to understand and so many bells and whistles and you're hit with so much when you come in. Uh, and that's the reason why I think like Twitter is what it is. Uh, and, you know, I don't know where it's at in its popularity or whatever, but it's pretty like stupid intuitive. To pick up when you pick it up, and uh it doesn't have to be much, man. Like just a just a Web three something that works.
1: Yeah, I mean uh, the the Twitter in the front of Farcaster seems intuitive enough, but it's the like the Reddit style mullet in the back that I think throws a <laughs> lot of people. Like again, like I'm still like, what the fuck channel do I even send this to? Do I even send it to a channel? Like that's that's a learning curve. That's a crazy learning curve to try to to get on top of. And I think that's probably the cliff that a lot of folks are falling off of. So, I I don't know how you fix that. That just seems to be like maybe part of the intentional friction. I have no idea, but that amount of friction is definitely non-trivial. And is definitely something that is going to push away a lot of casual users, but a lot of casual users who probably have a lot of value that they could deliver just by being a part and casually sharing whatever from time to time. So Jerry's out. Like you said, it's, it's cool though. We have a bunch of popcorn. At least I do. I enjoy watching this shit. Um, so we'll see how it plays
0: out. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, good tools, you know, somehow find a way. I mean, we've, you know, been we were bitching about this last week, just discord being such a mess in general to navigate and onboard people to and everything. But, it's a good tool. And then, you know, it's here and, and, you know, we've been stuck with it at least maybe not forever. And, and, you know, maybe this is one of those, uh, but it does feel like at the moment, they're trying to do too much. And I, you know, I, I like the Reddit subreddit, you know, thing that they're going for. Uh, I, I like the, you know, uh, easy to see people that you like on the public feed and everything, but, uh, I don't know, maybe maybe they gotta pick a direction or, or something like that just to make it easier to maneuver around. Um, yeah, man, but but the popcorn is here and uh at least new stuff is happening, man. People are trying new things and uh and you know the whole like social web three uh up until like pretty recently was like largely untapped territory. You know, there there'd been like some stabs in that direction, but uh, you know, that's like fairly young within the context of uh web 3 itself so you know we're in in terms of that i feel like we're definitely still like fairly early days even though i know farcaster's been building for a while like you know w- once you start onboarding uh you know a decent amount of people it's it's sort of a whole new ball game
1: yeah and then uh i mean from there and anything else top of mind for you this week uh first of all like Congrats on hitting the 69th day of streaking on streak points. Shout that out at DJ number. So, But besides that, anything else that you've been since touching grass over the last week coming back? Anything else that popped up to you in particular?
0: Dude, I'm I'm sad I missed the whip with Al Crago and Snail. Uh, Shout out to both of them. Uh, I know we'll have them back at some point and be over at Snail's place again. So, uh it's it's not lost forever uh and also on our youtube channel which people should check out like i've been saying uh but uh i'm stoked for this week man russ frankie's on this week with a new project he's been working with and uh i think people are gonna be uh i think people are gonna think it's really dope man it's gonna be like a really fun whip it's a new metaverse platform that we haven't been to before he gave me a sneak peek of it like uh, a little while ago it's called hubs h-e-b-z-z uh, he gave me a sneak peek of it a little while ago, and I entered with him. Uh, and I know that things have been done since then. And I know, like, the the roadmap and the plans for uh, this platform and everything are uh, really dope and impressive and something that's, like, right up, like, everyone's alley. So uh, I, I feel like our audience, if any audience, is going to appreciate the field trip to uh, a new spot that has like some really interesting things that they've added. uh, Like, like a lot of these new platforms popping up, man. I mean, it's just what we're saying. Like, it's cool. Uh, It felt like we were sort of stuck in a rut for a while. And maybe it's like the upswing of the market over the past, like several months and everything. But certainly feels like people are building again and uh, new interesting stuff is like constantly popping out.
1: Yeah, no, I'm excited to to check it out. Russ has been an old friend. I'm um, curious to see what he's he's been working on. And then yeah, shout out Alecrego last week. It's just I mean, for everyone that that knows Alecrego's art, I'm sure they've also seen them on Twitter and like read their tweets and everything like that. But that man needs to speak more. <laughs> like all his points come together so beautifully and, and like just it was a breath of fresh air, really, to hear him talk. And it'd been almost like three and a half years since he was last on the whip. And it was just, it's sort of like a love fest for AL. Metageist had been, I guess, one of the, the earlier appreciators of AL's work in the space. So it was cool to see them kind of bond. Metageist is supposed to be fake Rizzle, but his computer and or, and or internet slash Wi-Fi provider rugged him. So he ended up being like a non-fake Rizzle rizzle metagist last week. Uh um, so it was, it was funny from that perspective but yeah. It, it was a good time and looking forward to tomorrow already for the next whip
0: Yes. It sounds like uh totally proper whip in my absence. I'm glad things it was broke it. and uh yeah that's that's fantastic. Uh you know, uh also I should mention man we got um from the Avogachi whip we had a couple weeks ago, uh, Zonzi.eth, uh, I guess, was there and had a good time and wants to put up some fake gotchis for us to give away this week, uh, along with Thrax, Mortrum, and GXTH uh so we've got uh, a stack of fake gotcha giveaways to give away at the whip this week as well so uh shout out to them for uh coming out and having a good time and uh it's always cool when like you know people come to our events and then want to give back in return uh to our audience in future events so uh keep that flywheel coming love that shit love it man Awesome.
1: Um, probably a good place to wrap up. Wanna have a quick shout out to, to Foxy. I know she may not be there for the listening party tonight. Um, hope she's in a good place. Like thoughts, prayers, you're in our hearts and minds, um, deal with dealing with a, a personal situation. So hope to see you back soon, Foxy. Appreciate you and love you for everything you've done for for Mars and for the whip and for everything.
0: Hell yeah, man. You know, the Foxy's been like so rock solid for so long and like never takes a listening party off and everything. So uh, a much deserved breather from the Man Rizzle show listening party. But uh, she's been holding down the, the pre-whip and the listening party for, for years now, man. Like, the you know, just thinking about this uh, also earlier, man, our, our crew uh, pretty much knows each other inside out, man. We've been uh, rolling together for many years now and uh, have a significant level of talent between all of us. So uh yeah man shout out to foxy and uh i know she'll be back in action uh in not too too long and uh we'll hold it down in her absence and uh kick some ass tomorrow
1: hell yeah dude all right man well i'll see you in the metaverse tomorrow and shout out to easy drago Ace mom for listening in as we record oh, live
0: yeah. all right later y'all later man later, y'all.